Well, welcome back. We are wrapping up the afternoon, and my name is Kathy Fairbanks. I'm host of the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour on Voice America Talk Radio that airs Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific. And today, our event is at the Cesar Chavez event regarding diversity, and one of the sponsors, one of the supporters of this event is Grand Canyon University. They're located here in Phoenix, and I have the pleasure of meeting and speaking with Eric Peterson, and Eric is in charge of doctoral studies. So, Eric, if you'd share... Welcome, by the way. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. And um, curiosity, what does that department, the, the area of doctoral studies, unpackage that for us a little bit? So we have 18 programs at the doctoral level in organizational leadership, in general psychology. There's a clinical uh, program, which is the PhD in counselor education and supervision, doctor of business administration, and then uh, an EDD in teaching and learning, and the uh, doctorate in nursing practice. So among all of these areas, from research psychology to K-12 leadership, um, there's an array of terminal degrees that help prepare those who want to be independent researchers, to do independent scholarship, to help lead and transform change in their communities and in the environments in which they live and work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wonderful. And that's really where you um, lay your foundation is going out and making sure that these degrees are used in giving back to the community. And uh, speaking about giving back to the community, one of the things that you were sharing with me is the commitment that you have with Habitat for Humanity, where your students participate. Could you share that with us? Absolutely. It's been very exciting to see what's happened in that corridor, what we call the Canyon Corridor, in and around the 33rd Avenue, 35th Avenue in, in Camelback. Um, that, that lane, if you will, where uh, students and faculty and staff of the university uh, on any given weekend can be found rehabbing uh, quite a number of homes. We've done several hundred um, already. Uh, the commitment is to uh, to surpass the 700, getting to 800 homes rehabbed in the community, and it's the largest partnership with Habitat for Humanity that Grand Canyon has in the nation. Mm. And so it's... it's um, locally uh, sourced uh, sweat equity to help those in the community. And, and I remember a, um, a story that was shared by a gentleman whose home uh, was repaired and his air conditioner was replaced. And so he had just uh, uh, things that he never would have been able to afford himself. And he was sharing uh, with us that the thing that was most significant wasn't necessarily the, what had happened to the home, but if you were to ask his two daughters what was significant, it's that the students come to what's called Little Canyon Park, which is right in the community. It sits right in the middle of campus, but it's a city park. He said that the, the students come, uh, the uh, kids from the community are able to go and have a, a kind of supervised activities, um, games, uh, tutoring, and things that they absolutely look forward to because they're engaged with these individuals who many are pursuing bachelor's degrees in education and in developmental psychology and so to have them there in the community that meant more to the daughters than than what had happened to the home but obviously it was a holistic um, affair. Sure, sure, no doubt about it. Well, um, I have a wonderful connection with Grand Canyon University with your provost. Um, he was kind enough when he sat as the chairman on the board for Taros Health several years ago um, 
um, he was a student of ours at Clemmer Leadership and Character Development and was just a brilliant student. He showed up in a big way and played. Uh, we're an experiential training company and uh, for having someone of his academic background step in and really have a beginner's mindset and playing the games and the modules to really develop and grow from the outs inside out was huge to see. He certainly led by example. So uh, Dr. Rada, I was very uh, fortunate to meet and interact with. Um, you're a doctoral student, so not Correct. only do you observe and, and guide the department, but you're also getting your PhD in what, about a year? Correct. Hopefully in the next few months. So okay. I'm at the very end of the journey. I finished all my coursework, uh, had proposed my study, had approved uh, the study was approved, Institutional Review Board was uh, passed, and then I collected all of the data, and okay. that took about five months. And so now I'm in the process of analyzing that and then writing my conclusions and implications and, and ultimately defending. And hopefully that will be in about two two or three months' time okay. is what I'm projecting. So I'm curious, very, very close. what's the topic of your thesis? So the dissertation uh, focuses on video conferencing and video conferencing used within an ordinarily online doctoral program. And I had uh, groups of students who experienced a video conference. It was elective. And then those who didn't. Uh, and a survey that measured student satisfaction, their intent to persist, and then what uh, a measure called transactional distance, which is just measuring how close do they feel to their instructor, to their mm -hmm. classmates, to the content, to the university as a whole and seeing is there a statistically significant difference when a video conference is engaged in what is or, uh, otherwise an asynchronous online class and text-based or threaded conversation. And so that's the nature of, of mm. my dissertation. Wow. I find that quite interesting. I would love to, to hear more about that. It'll be published time. in ProQuest in due time, so I you'll be able it. to read it uh, there. I love it. I love it. So unpackage for us a little bit around um, what your background is, and I'll use you as the case study okay. of of the typical, you do your undergraduate work, graduate work, how, we're not talking about someone who's 18 or 22 years old. Uh, you have a little bit of life um, under your belt. And so how does that program work and what's the rigor of a PhD program? It's, it's intense. Um, I often share it's the most arduous thing I've ever done. Mm -hmm. uh, incrementally is um, always the way to go about it. And I, I was here at ASU West uh, back in 1993. I can remember mm -hmm. taking classes here. Um, finished in 97 with my undergrad in, in communication studies. Uh, finished my MBA in 2006. And there was about a, about a seven, almost eight, well, about a seven-year hiatus between finishing that MBA and starting the doctoral program. Mm -hmm. My, I have two daughters. Uh, they are. They were two and six when I was in my master's degree. They were 11 and 16 when I started my doctorate. They're now 16 and 21. Okay. So for me, it's been about a five-year journey. I have students that I've assisted who have finished in less than four years. Mm -hmm. um, it's been an interesting pathway to walk through learning to become an empirical researcher, learning how to discern what constitutes excellent research. Where is the research perhaps biased or maybe they're making... A, a, conclusions that they really shouldn't be asserting. Mm. Um, and so being able to pinpoint that and, and find what's relevant, uh, what's valuable, uh, what's, um, 
what's factual mm -hmm. and being able to use that to help uh, form the basis for your study and feeling confident to reach out to a researcher. One of the researchers I, I reached out to is in South Korea and their work was on, on transactional distance and intent to persist and they had a, a survey that I really wanted to use. So I simply emailed and said, I'm a student, Grand Canyon University. I would love to use your survey. Please, here's my, I, and, I, and your research is amazing. You're wonderful. I, I hope you respond favorably. They emailed me back and said, I, I received your request while I was touring the Grand Canyon. They live in South Korea. And so I thought, this is a serendipitous moment. Thank you. Thank you, God. This is a good thing. And they said, of course, you can use my survey. That was one of the centerpieces of my study was, was having a reliable and valid survey. They'd already developed one. So, so having the confidence to reach out to these other doctors who don't know you from Adam right. um, and, and aligning yourself with them and understanding that they are, are thrilled to have someone recognize that th you read their research and you would like to further it and this is what you're planning to do it was really phenomenal. So that it's a, it's a tremendous growth process. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight, but one of the significant things in the program, particularly at GCU, is working strategically from the beginning on narrowing down a topic designing how you believe you will approach your research and then face to face over five days independent of wherever you are in the country or the world to come to campus at GCU and for five days work through with the dissertation expert with the doctor who oversees many dissertation committees talk you through and see is this feasible can you really complete this study that you're proposing are all the research points aligned and to do that early on mm. so that by the time you get to meet your committee you have a, a fair share of research done versus a program where you do all your coursework up front and then they say go write your dissertation sure. good luck and you don't know what it looks like and you don't know what the components are but at GCU you have templates for every stage of the way a rubric for every section of the dissertation it makes it much easier it's still difficult it mm -hmm. always will be it's a doctoral program but it's certainly easier with the systems that have been mm. put in place well fantastic thank you for giving us a little bit of insight into that so I look forward a year from now um, addressing you as Dr. Peterson really appreciate you sharing and, and uh, giving us a scope at Grand Canyon University. So Eric, thank you so much for your time today. You're quite today. welcome. Thank you, Kathy. My, My pleasure. pleasure.